What is going on, good people? NFL picks. Gonna bring the whole crew out here. DJ Casey, but over to the side. Live is okay. Liz Ive is okay, but the flippity dippity. You didn't think Lip. I was going to call you out. You didn't. Yeah. Liz Ive is completely fine. The flippity dippity is, is uncalled for, um, insubordinate, and churlish. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, NFL week six predictions, the preview coming up right now. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about last week, what we thought, wherever my phone went, uh, what we thought, how we thought things went. Um, you know, two of us can have a victory Tuesday. Um, the others, well, y'all just gonna have to cry a little bit. Y'all just gonna have to cry. But, uh, DJ's here, Casey's here, Adam's here, and Justin's here. Um, the whole crew's here tonight for the, uh, preview show for week six. Uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about last week and then we'll jump into, uh, week six, of course. If you are listening, wherever you may be listening, uh, be sure to go to the Facebook page if you want to see the videos live. You want to watch us, see what we look like. You're like, I heard these guys' voices before, but I ain't got a clue what they look like. I mean, you know, we can help you out a little bit and, you know, get our faces out there for you on, on the Facebook page. Uh, Facebook.com slash ICW Podcast. Stuff is falling off the wall behind me. Uh, I'll fix it eventually. I'll Where's the frog it. at? Where's the frog? The, fro- the so, frog is like all so the excited. The you're dropping shit already. <laughs> But uh, if you want to, like us on Facebook, facebook.com, so that's the podcast, the YouTube channel. Videos are also posted there as well. Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. I think I covered all the bases. I think that's it. I think that was all of them. Um, but anyway, um, first off, uh, week five, it's pretty, uh, pretty crazy week, I felt like. Uh, I mean, it was a very crazy week. Of course, the Colts and the Browns uh, went at it. The, the Chiefs had to face the Raiders. And the Ravens had to face the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, like we said, two of us can uh, celebrate our uh, said victories. Uh, that would be uh, Adam and I. Um, and the other two, we just gonna have to, uh, we just gonna have to just kick them out the stream tonight. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but uh, let's start with Adam and, uh, and Casey. Let you guys kind of battle it out since you guys had, you know, your teams battled it out. But the Browns came up on the uh, on on the uh, high end of, of that one on, on this occasion, Casey. You know, on this occasion, maybe later on. You know, in the y'all waiting for the playoffs. Y'all just waiting. That's what it is. Y'all just waiting for the playoff matchup. When the playoff matchup come up, then that's when you know you know that's if the Colts even make the playoffs. The way the Titans looking. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The Titans looking good. Them Titans looking good now. Them Titans looking Apparently. good. Apparently, COVID makes you a Super Saiyan. Right. <laughs> right. Like, the Titans look better than – like, I remember we talked about it the last couple of weeks, and we're like – like, we like the AFC South, but we're like, are any of these teams blowing us away yet? And the Titans are like, hey, you know, we just we just had COVID. It's fine. It's fine, guys. We're, we're good. We're a good team. I promise. Uh, but we'll talk a little bit more about them in, in a little bit. But as far as the uh, – Browns and the Colts game. I watched a little bit of it. Um, I didn't get to watch the whole thing, but I did watch a little bit of it. And it was very, a very close game. Um, you know, I, I feel like it, it, it felt like to me that the Browns offense is really starting to click now. You know, they're really starting to get themselves going a little bit more. Uh, and, and it seems like the Colts, the Colts to me are like an interesting team. Like I, like they don't, they, they're not like great 
anywhere. They're like decent everywhere, but they're not great anywhere to me. I like I for some reason, this is just me, in case you can chime in, I don't really trust Phillip Rivers that much. Philip Rivers he's a good quarterback, but I don't like this seems like almost like a short rental to like go to the next level, which is not which I don't think Philip Rivers is gonna take you to that point. But 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 give me some insight, Casey. You watch him every week, so I mean you know more than me. I'm just watching from the uh from the side here. I mean I I I actually didn't get to watch the game because I was at work. Uh but I get a Sunday off this week, so I get to watch all of the games. So you get you get a Sunday off during the Colts bye week? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wouldn't that be ironic though? <laughs> I, I would have been so mad. <laughs> but uh <laughs> or get every week off. <laughs> or get every week off during the playoffs and your team doesn't make the playoffs. Um <laughs> but I don't know if I don't trust Phillip Rivers. I just, like I've said this whole time since the beginning of the season, I feel like we're still not sure what Phillip Rivers were getting. Like, I feel like he shows some of the good aspects of the Phillip Rivers that we want, but I, I don't know. I mean, and, how far has Phillip Rivers really went? That's the real question. Like, Philip Rivers is, like, and I don't want to say a placeholder because I think he's better than a placeholder. But, like, Philip Rivers is almost like – he's, like, having a glorified veteran placeholder. He's a good quarterback, but, like, he's never been able to get over the hump. And I don't know if the Colts is the team that's going to take him over that threshold. Well, but I, but I also feel like he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league that just hasn't had luck. And not Andrew Luck. Uh, I I feel like there's just some players that, like, for whatever reason, they're really good players. They're really good at their position. They just never get to where they probably should, whether it's the team that they're on, the management, whatever, coaching, whatever. Um, There's there's been a lot of them. Calvin Johnson is one of them that I can think of that was really good, but didn't really get to go anywhere. It didn't feel like, and, and I feel like Philip Rivers is kind of the same way. Um, now I, I wouldn't say he's a, I, I wouldn't say he's a Tom Brady or a Peyton Manning or anything like that, but he's definitely one of the, you know, good quarterbacks in the in 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 recent years you know and uh, you know since he's been in the league um there there's been a lot worse and a lot more kind of mediocre and i think it's just been luck with him really you know just not being on that right team not having the right coaching whatever it was um and, and again like you said i i don't necessarily think the colts are going to be that change for him but I mean, it. it's a shot, you know? Well, and I, I, I agree with that, too, because uh, what, Phillip Rivers is a weird situation, right? Like, he started in San Diego, um, you know, with the Chargers. They've had a host of receivers and running backs and all kinds of things. 
Um, but I mean, I guess you can say they kind of played in a tough division too. So that's kind of maybe been one of his biggest issues is that he just kind of got stacked up against a tough division uh, and was like right, like slightly almost in the playoffs in a bunch of different times. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I like Phillip Rivers, but I think like for me, I feel like Phillip Rivers has more to prove. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing that like Phillip Rivers has more to prove, but I don't know if he's had the opportunities really to prove it to us that he's that good. Um, I, I mean, I, I love Philip Rivers, but I just want like, and, and like, and, and a lot of people, I talked to Colts fans before too, who, who feel like, why did you sign Philip Rivers? Uh, you know, when you kind of can prepare for, for whatever the next step is, uh, you know, maybe that's getting somebody in the draft or like, like because Philip Rivers is a temporary fix, like it's almost like a band aid. And is the band is, is it one of those you you know everybody knows those band-aids you get from the hospital after you, they took blood from you them things ain't coming off but if you get one of them little cheap band-aids so which which band-aid is well and also we, we were kind of and again we were kind of put up against a wall here you know between a rock and a hard place with uh with the surprise retirement of Andrew Luck. You know, we, we didn't really have that replacement. And, and you know, we had we had time, don't you know, don't get me wrong. But still, you know, when when you don't have that, you know when you're not ready for it, um I, I still think he should have said something earlier. And not just kind of sprung it on, you know, the team, the league, and everything like that. Um, but but I still think that's kind of you know we 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 didn't really have uh, much much time to like really react. Um, and then you know COVID happened, and we didn't really even know if there was going to be a season, you know, let alone, you know, draft or anything like that. Well, um, and COVID with a new quarterback too, that, you know, that's a, that's been exactly. a tough thing for a lot of teams. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of doing the best we can with the, with the cards we're dealt. But y- y'all saying that, you know, two of you won and, two of us lost as i recall the raiders won so i i feel like i kind of i kind of got that dub <laughs> um, real quick before we I, we all going to talk about that we going to talk about that um adam you got any thoughts on that browns colts game do you want to chime in at all on kind of what you thought watching your team yeah and i also want to echo a lot on what Casey just what, uh, just touched on, I did. It was a little puzzling at first when that uh, the Colts signed uh, Rivers, but the more I thought of it, I mean, and, and again, this is pre-COVID. The more I thought of it, I'm like, the pieces that they have already, and let's see what they do in the draft. I'm like, this may not be a bad idea because you look at last year. The the situation with Brissett. Brissett got hurt. Who was next in line? Hoyer. This time, you know, knock on wood for you guys. If something happens to Phil, you have a more suitable, you have a more suitable backup 
in Brissett. Now, him getting acclimated with these new players and Frank Reich's system, I think there, I think there might be some connection there. That's that was part of the appeal, but but still, getting acquainted with Ty Hilton, um, their tight end. The tight end escapes me, and, and it and it kill, it's killing me because I saw, heard his name in a bunch of. Uh, for some reason, it begins with a B. Anyway, again, just getting acclimated to these new players. COVID happened. You didn't have that. You didn't have that off season. You know to you know really get a lot of those reps in before actual uh, training camp. So that was going to be a process, but. Being that Phil is a savvy veteran, I mean, he is past his his he is past his his, his Charger days where he was throwing for four thousand yards and having you know having Antonio Gates and Vincent Jackson, uh, you know stuff like that. You still have a solid core, and that was to me their the the big get on it is that he. Unfortunately, too, based on what we saw Sunday, it's not—it's not even a band-aid; it's a gauze because it—you can hold it there, but then you let go, it flops. Because he made some throws on Sunday that I'm like, he—you saw that last year, and I'm like, this is okay. Obviously, he his skills are diminishing. I mean, he's 38 years old, but. I'm like, okay, new new scenery, you know, new team. Let, you know, let's see what happens. I, I I didn't think he would make those type of throw. The pick six. I'm like, he he would never, he would never do that three years ago, because that that pick from Ronnie Harrison. It wasn't like he came from the backside out of nowhere and just and just telegraphed it, which would have been a great play. He was shadowing that receiver the whole way, and it's like, Phil, come on. And the, the one later to uh, Sheldrick Redwine, that was just a systematic breakdown and pocket collapsing. He steps up in the pocket. You could see it in his face, the panic. Like, I got to get rid of this. And air mails one and boom, uh, Redwine gets yeah, but it. That's but that's um, Rivers, though, right? Like, like isn't, wouldn't, wouldn't you say that is Philip Rivers? He is more of like a gunslinger. He's had a gunslinger type mentality pretty much his whole year. His I whole career, I should say. Yeah, I wouldn't. That, and that's he had he has that tendencies because again, when I when I think gunslinger, the first name that comes to mind is Favre. To where he goes, I don't care how narrow this window is, I'm going to fit the football into that spot. Favre is one of the best I've ever seen at it. You know, again, Baker has a little bit of that mentality, and I mean, he's he has said it. Favre was his favorite quarterback growing up, and and people was he was asked about about this after the Dallas game, you know, well, you know, who was your favorite Dallas uh, player, you know, growing up, you know, because he's from Texas, and he goes, well, actually, I was a Packers fan because I loved Favre, you know, da 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 da, and again, Romo had those same type of tendencies, whatever though, but with with Phil, as weird as it sounds, in, in keeping it on on Browns, whatever though. Phil re- reminds me a lot of Bernie Kosar because not not so much not so much the form it's just he he has he has the he had a strong enough arm to to place the football where it needed to be he was very good at 
back in his in his better days with San Diego, he was great at throwing guys open. You would think that, oh my God, this is a duck, but the receiver would be four or five yards, you know, ahead of of the corner. So like Phil, you know, Philip, you know, still still has it's it's more his decision making, I would say, you know, the the skills, yes, but it's more of his decision making that I think is 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 puzzling. But does that come with age though, Adam? Yes. Like like because you know, when the arm slows down, you know, you wanna you know, you like you said, it may look like a duck, but now it might actually be a duck because you know you're 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 getting older now. So yeah, I, and, I and, yeah. yeah, and that's and that's but again, that's having that that chemistry with your receiver, understanding their tendencies when they make their double moves, or like he, you know, he likes the guy likes the ball more, more strong side or in the middle, et cetera, et cetera. But yes, and, and you know, not to mention too, obviously, corners are becoming more and more. I mean, it's been like that for a while, but really, I would say maybe the last, maybe the last three or four years, corners have been a a, a luxury pick. Uh, when it you know when it comes to uh, drafting players, but um, in in terms of and going going back to Andrew Luck, <clears throat> I know a lot of people thought that that like why didn't why didn't Andrew kind of give give a hint or give the Iggy on that before making that decision? And I think he really was battling because obviously he wants to play, but. I, and I pretty much from his own mouth said that I got tired of rehabbing, coming back, working out this, that, and the other, and then re-aggravate my leg. I, th- I think that I think that was uh, I think that was his issue, but it was just the 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 grind and the the, the many hours in 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 trying to you know come back. Just like like what am I doing? I'm not having a quality. Aside from not having a quality career, and I'm not having a quality of life because I'm just making myself miserable. And the backlash that he got in that decision, I thought was a, a little unfair. I'm like a guy's looking out for his looking out for his well being. On the surface, of, I mean, again, I'm I'm not a Colts hater, but I'm obviously not a Colts fan. I I was a major Andrew Luck fan, or as I call him, Andre the Giant. Altamira is over. <laughs> um, but the like I said the flack he was getting, and I got a buddy that was was ripping him to shred. And I said, like, dude, what what do you expect? I mean, like, like we we can't we can't blame a guy that's thinking about his health first. I mean, look what happened to um, who's the guy from the Panthers that just retired? Uh, Keith, uh, Keithley, right? Yeah, Keekly. Yeah, so concussions. That that's especially what we know now. It's it's not a joke. I I I feel horrible for uh, well, Panthers fans because he was a stud. And and to 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 kind of chime in on that, uh, with the Colts, you know, we had ironically Austin Collie, who I thought was. I mean, he wasn't a great receiver, but he was good. He was decent. He was a good number two or number three receiver. Yeah. Yeah. But he kept getting, you know, concussions and concussions. And 
you know, I, I, I think last time I checked, he after he left the, well, the NFL, I think he went to the CFL. He went to some other league. But, you know, when you when you have something like that where you keep getting concussions, it's going to keep happening. And I felt really bad for him because he was, you know, he was young. You know, he had only been in the league a few years. Um, so it's like, you know, situations like that. And also with, with Luck, you know, Luck was young too. It, well, is young. And you know, sometimes you just, you have to make those tough decisions and it's not, it's not as easy as just saying, all right, guys, you know, uh, I'm probably going to retire next season, blah, blah, blah. It, you know, so I, so I get that. It was still kind of like frustrating. I think it was more frustrating for fans, not, not so much mad at him, but just frustrating at the situation. Um, but then also, uh, I, I wanted to add with like the gunslinger thing um, and, and not even just necessarily gunslingers, but w- when I think of something like that, I think of guys who are synonymous with, you know, their receivers, you know, um, I, I would think to an extent, you know, like a Peyton Manning with, you know, Reggie Wayne and um, Marvin Harrison um not not so much Philip Rivers, just because, you know, he did have some, you know, decent running backs. Um, not to say that the Colts didn't have decent running backs, but I feel like, and, and also with like, um, with Tom Brady, you know, he's more, he, he's, he's going to throw the ball more often than hand it off. Um because he usually has really good receivers and, you know, uh, but, but I I think the benefit that they had uh, specifically talking about um, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning is they were with their teams for so long. Like Peyton was with the Colts for so long and Tom was with the Patriots for so long that they, you know, they, had that you know connection with their receivers you know um Peyton had that connection with Harrison Wayne um Clark um you know Tom or yeah Tom has that connection with Gronk with you know really whoever was on you know the team over the years um whereas now you know guys like Philip Rivers have to build that and kind of figure that out. Um, so, I, but th- and then at the same time, you know, you have to look at it as well. It is week, like, what are we in week six now? So it's like, mm, when, when is it, when is it still early? And when is it like, okay, come on, let's, let's get this going. Yeah. Cause early this year could be easily <laughs> mid season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Adam. No, yeah, and and specifically, um, specifically talking about the the game uh, on Sunday, um, it it, w- it was weird. We were talking last week, you know, because I know like you guys were saying that you know the Colts had the suspect defense, and and I I had gotten to, you know, I got to thinking too, like like I know they probably haven't had like the, the most quality opponents, whatever though, but I'm like for four weeks. For four weeks, 
they were rated the number one defense in the NFL. And I, that 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 kind of took me back a bit. But then I, I keep forgetting they they picked up Buckner. They have Justin Houston. Yes, Darius Leonard was out, whatever. But I'm like, that's still a that is a quality. The Colts are a, still a quality team. It was like this was the first time that they ran into a little bit of a buzzsaw with our defensive line. That's why I said it was strength on strength. But again, Miles Garrett is. If he's not, I know because I know he's just behind uh, Aaron Donald in sacks. But like he is single-handedly wrecking games. the The play of the game, with the, maybe the exception of the pick six, the play of the game was the safety. When I th- this was the the one of the biggest bonehead and Casey, I'm sorry, I don't know if you've seen the clip. This was one of the biggest bonehead decisions, and this is coming from a fan. And I've seen a lot in 21 years. But dude from the Colts, we punt it. Dude from the Colts gets to the four-yard line and fair catches it rather than just letting it go into the end zone. Very, very first play, Miles and Olivier Vernon are smothering uh, Phillip Rivers. And he chucks one to nobody to the sideline and – intentional grounding safety but like to me that was because that was key because that that got you know got the game back to uh what was it at that point to uh, 29 29 20 um this was it was this close of being a blowout but when after the pick six the the i think the team got a little got a little too comfortable because the very next play they uh, do from the Colts takes it back 101 yards. And I was madder than fuck watching that because it, it was almost like the, after like they, they corner him into the, the sideline and it was almost like those guys thought that he was going to step out, finds a crease, boom, he's gone. And that you could hear a pin drop in, in the stadium. Because I'm and I'm like, here we go. Because that's happened over the years. Browns get out to a lead of of any significance. One play, just it may seem so minuscule, but one play happens and that just starts an avalanche. DJ, I'm going to see if you remember this. Ravens are at Cleveland. The Browns are up twenty to nothing. It's just before half. We just scored. Ravens kick or block the extra point and take it back the other way for a safety. And then we I don't I don't even know if we scored again for the rest of the game going into the second half. <laughs> and McCowan McCowan threw a pick to uh, to end the game after Terrell Pryor got one of the 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 biggest uh BS unsportsmanlike conduct penalties ever. He literally was after he, he got a catch from uh, McCowan and he was like literally looking for where a referee was to hand the ball and he dropped the ball and it like knocked a Ravens player in the head as if he just picked it up and just spiked it on. And it was like, anyway, I, I digress. <laughs> but, um, but no, it was a tale of two halves because the Colts were obviously prepared and ready to defend the run, which they were doing a, fantastic job at like Kareem nor Dearness Johnson could get anything going, but Baker was, was finding 
finding Odell, finding Jarvis, finding Hooper. The the one thing that that they have really done well is when they do those play action boots where they go to the right and Baker rolls to the left, they have those level concepts where you have maybe Odell, Odell down uh, in close range, then maybe Hooper, and then Jarvis on the same levels. So he's got options. But this time, Jarvis fakes that he's going to go to the right, whatever, though, and then wheels back to the left and boom, a, a big chunk play, which was one thing that they desperately need to start getting more of. They need to get more chunk plays. I do like Baker's decision-making of, like, a, hey, nothing wrong with the check down, live to fight another day. Like, you know, the, the bigger plays will, will open up. But then the Colts started to key in on Baker's tendencies, and then they really started getting more pressure on him. O-line still had a good game, and I think he only gave up one sack. But you really started to see them start to start to tee off some of the on some of these passes because regardless, like that big circus catch that Odell had, that was still a dangerous throw. But that was all Odell. You know, he still Baker still threw it up to where only Odell could go get it. But even then, I was in my chair, like my God. And and it happened a few more times where I'm like, man, that's a close call. Eventually, they're going to start teeing off on that. And, you know, lo and behold, boom, second half, two picks. The second one was more, that was all Justin Houston when he clobbered Baker, caused him to kind of have an air and throw it, and, you know, it got picked off. But but then the running game started to get, started to uh, uh, open up a little bit. Again, not for big chunk yards, but like it wasn't just no gain or one or two yards gain. And Kareem really started to, really define his stride but the 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 play of the game in terms of of the of the offense third and nine it's just under two minutes Colts still have a timeout Kevin Stefanski calls a run to Dearness Johnson and Hollywood Higgins lays the wood on on the uh defensive back just shoulder chucks him and Dearness breaks away for a 30-yard run which to, to ice it um, so I know, I know their defense, you know, might be suspect, you know, again, maybe I, I would still not call it overrated, but it was the first time that they, they've gotten a quality opponent in, in that aspect, uh, to where, you know, like, again, the, the coaching staff of the Browns have been, been great with, with the game plan and Bill Callahan has been the godsend that the Browns have needed in terms of, you know, well, I mean, of coaching, if, if lack gonna, of penalties. If we're gonna, uh, cause, cause you know my my teams fall victim to this all the time. I'm gonna call them overrated, Adam. Because if my if if the Ravens can lose to the Chiefs for the only loss this year, and nobody thinks they can bounce back from it, and the Colts finally play a decent team, a decent offense with weapons, and they can't defend anything, then I think as of now they're overrated. Now next week they might prove me wrong. Fair enough. Fair enough. But if I'm not mistaken, I do believe the Colts have the Bengals. So that's that's a get well game for them. It's a get well game, but but we know Joe Burrow's gonna uh, <laughs> we know Joe Burrow's gonna throw it around the yard. And and I mean if you but if you put too much pressure on him, he might throw it to the other team. It just depends on which Joe Burrow wants to show up. <laughs> like is I swear, like he he has to be pissing blood. 
right now because he just is getting annihilated left and right. No, but anyway, you know, to to finish up finish up on the game because I, I don't I don't want to keep taking taking all the time. But no, anyway, it was it was a quality win against a quality team that now that now I think the the perception is starting to show because they're not the Browns are not there yet. For anybody out there that is a Cleveland fan, we are not there yet because they still did not play their best game. But it's the first time I can say they can actually learn from a win rather than having all these, well, all these m- meaningless moral victories. Like now, this is the, the product of expectation that like you still, despite having a lull for a half, you still are having the expectation like we are going to pull through with those one or two plays that's going to put them over the top. But yeah, I, I, again, little, still some heart palpitations towards the end of that game, but it was exactly what I thought it would be with it. Be, it, it was, it was a slug fest. Browns did good against the Colts, the Colts defense, but again, 32 ended up in 32, 23 when really, all things considered, if, if things play out right and you don't give up that kick return, that's 32-13. Because they only gave up one touchdown on the offense, and that was the opening drive. But other, I mean, other uh, than that... For, for, the, uh, for the Browns fans who may feel bad because he said you're not there yet, to, to help everybody out, nobody's there yet except for maybe Green Bay. <laughs> so so, the, so let's be honest. The Chiefs aren't there. The Ravens aren't there. The Browns aren't there. The Colts aren't there. Like, the Seahawks aren't there. Everybody's had a bad week except for maybe Green Bay. And they're, they're due for one. It's coming. <laughs> of, of course. Maybe of this course. week. Amen. Amen. But and, and it's just it, like when, when, when Baker started back in 18 and they started getting on that run once December hit, then there was all this talk about, man, they can still make the playoffs. I'm like, screw you. I'm just glad I'm having meaningful football in December for the first time in my life, you know, or at least since, you know, 2002. Last year, they had all that all that expectation, and it was the letdown of letdowns. Now, you're, you're, having, you're having signs of, of being well-coached. You're executing. Still, I, I'm waiting for that complete game where it's all four quarters of everybody – in synergy, whatever those. So that's why I'm saying th- that's why this week in particular is absolutely paramount that you show up. You have to, for the love of God, I because I've never it's happened. But I've never watched on TV. I've never watched a game where the Browns have beaten the Steelers at Pittsburgh, and this is the year they must, must, must do it. Real quick, Adam, uh, for the comment below, the Bears are frauds, Rabbit. I'm just gonna tell you that now. The Bears are absolute frauds. Get out of here. <laughs> Go ahead, Casey. By the way, thank you for being I, the Buccaneers. I just got I just got a question, uh, real quick for for Justin. Uh, how's that one taste? How's that one L you, taste? That first L. How does it taste? You know, I'm actually not too mad about it right now. Like, okay, Sunday I was going like, I was really mad about it then, but like, I, I mean. These last couple weeks have been kind of weird for the Chiefs. I mean, I feel like last week when they played the Patriots, if they had Cam Newton, I felt like we could have lost that game. I felt like we could be have two losses here. Thankfully, we don't. But, like, the, I mean, it was just a weird game. I mean, the first half wasn't bad. Like, I got, like, yeah, we're just going to run away with the game. Like, it was like 24-3, uh, um, something like first half. 
And then second half, like our our defense has been very weird these past couple weeks, and like we've just been giving up big plays. I mean, I remember I think it was during the second half. It was with Henry Ruggs and um, Derek Carr just threw it way down the field, and I think it was Honey Badger and somebody else was uh, guarding him. Like we had two guys on him, and we just spun him down to the end zone. I got like, wh- like what? Like we were just giving up really big plays and. Our defense was looking terrible, especially the secondary. I mean, we were just looking bad all around. And also, we were getting down to the end zone, but we couldn't put the ball in the end zone, which that's unusual for the Chiefs. I mean, I just get used to seeing the Chiefs, you know, this high-scoring team, you know, going off against everybody. You know, I, I you know, I just got used to it at this point. Well, and Justin, Justin, here's a good comeback for you, uh, for Casey. Just ask him how those two losses taste for him. Yeah, yeah. Have those two losses taste for you? Like, come on, <laughs> come at me, bro. You ain't Super Bowl chance for a while. <laughs> nah, nah. You're gonna feel my wrath. <laughs> you get um, one Super Bowl win in like 50 years, and you're all cocky. Okay? No, we run, we've run in the back Calm this down. year. We've run in the back this year. Uh, but what's a Super Bowl? What's, what's a Super Bowl? <laughs> it's a bowl. And it's very big. <laughs> it's a Super Bowl. Um, you, know, you know, speaking of which, I think we need to get like a Detroit Lions fan in here. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get a Jets fan in here. I mean, we need to bring Aaron back. <laughs> Come speaking on. Of, um, we'll talk about his release and what that means for the rest of the NFL. Um, but... No, like I just been getting used to the you know Chiefs. We always win against our division. Also, like we beat the Raiders um, these past set you know seven times, and you know they finally broke their losing streak against us. And and it was at home, which we don't lose at home very much. And I remember I don't know who was announcing the game, but it's saying they were comparing the Chiefs to like the Patriots. You know how the Patriots they always win their division. You know they never they rarely lose a divisional game, which we've been. These past few years, we've been we haven't lost a division for a while, and we haven't lost a divisional game for a while, and we finally lose, which it was it was kind of shocking. And also, the Raiders they were going they were doing uh, they were doing a lot of chance they were taking a lot of chances here, like f- fourth and one going on fourth and one. Like you have to take these chances against the Chiefs if you want to beat us, because if you're taking all these field goals, like it's you're never going to come back. Yeah, so you, you got to take chances to against the Chiefs. A, yeah, you have to try to. I don't want to say steal a possession, but the classic you can't you can't give the ball back to Mahomes because again, the and also Mahomes throwing the pick. You know, like he barely throws picks, but you know, yeah. I mean, you know, we're gonna come back from it. I mean, you know, this week we got the Bills, so you know, it's not gonna be bad. You know, I I believe in my Chiefs. Casey, it's on you. You got something to say? I can feel it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm waiting until he's done with it with the the Chiefs game because because uh, there's something that we need to talk about. Like, <clears throat> is it specifically about the Chiefs game or no? No, that's it, why it, it's unrelated. Um, real, okay, real real, real quick uh, before we get off the Chiefs game, um, I I feel like it's been it's it's been it has been a weird couple of weeks for the Chiefs. I think uh, you know. They, I didn't feel like they looked that good in the Patriots game. I didn't feel like they looked that good last week either against the Raiders. Now, the Raiders always play them tough, I feel like. I feel yeah, like the Raiders do. 
one of those teams that just consistently play the Chiefs tough. But I think at the same time, like, we got to hold off on the uh, Chiefs are going to run it back. Chiefs are a dynasty. Like, can you be a dynasty before you win your second title? Can you can can you really? Media, nah. slow down. Slow down just a little <laughs> bit. Like, like, just slow down just a little bit. Just a hair. Um, I don't know. I think I think the Chiefs are a great team, but I think a lot of the, the hype around the Chiefs is overblown. Like everybody's like the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs. And they're they're great. All time great offense. Defense shows up when they need to. But like I mean, they've had some inconsistent games, but everybody's like, um, so, uh, yeah, they beat the Ravens. Yeah, that was a good game. Uh, like, everybody's, like, closing their eyes and talking about other games where they played well. Nobody talks about when the Chiefs play badly and where to exploit them. And I think that's an issue because even even with Justin, you know, I think Justin has a keen eye for what the Chiefs do wrong, what the Chiefs do right. But I don't know if every Chiefs fan doesn't have smoke blown up their butt telling them that they're the greatest team of all time and they're due for a Super Bowl. Like, See, I'm, at least I'm not a Cowboys fan, trying to be like a Cowboys fan, going like, oh, yeah, we're the greatest, even though they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys fans get, like, three wins, and they're like, we're going to the Super Bowl, yeah. And then well, they and- – well, and then they expand the playoffs. The will not be going to the Super Bowl this year after that injury to Dak Prescott. That, uh, that's that's what I wanted to bring up because we need to get that out of the way. I, my friend brought it up and reminded me and had to, had to bring up the infamous Sid Vicious and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought when I saw it the first time. And who was it? Was it was it Aikman or Romo who was on commentary? I think it was saying, Romo. It was Romo. <laughs> I know where you're going. Like, huh. I, I, maybe it's just a sprain. His foot was bent the wrong way. Let, let me. Let me now, I know. Now, it's funny. Good. Good, DJ. No, I was just gonna say this is Romo's first big injury as a <laughs> as a commentator, so we give a little <laughs> bit of a pass. Yeah, I mean, he's still he's still calling stuff before it even happens. But yes, but I, I I will say this to play devil's advocate. I honestly think when that happened, he saw that on his monitor and then jumped up and was like, "Oh no!" and was physically looking into the field rather than his monitor. But it's still we only can go by what we see on TV. It was just so. Oh, oh, maybe it's just a spring, Jim. And it's like it's like it has teeth coming out of this foot. <laughs> it almost like when you first looked at it, it looked like it was. It felt like it was his heel coming out when you first looked at it. Then you looked at it again, and you're like, "Oh!" It, and, looked, and like then a, I, it looked like a prosthetic. It looked fake. I, right. I even thought that it was almost a dislocation. Like, I mean, I think it was well, too. But like, I almost thought it was a dislocation because you remember when Patrick Mahomes got hurt last year. His leg didn't look right either. Well, and and with that, I, I think from what I heard, it was a dislocation, but it was also a fracture. And I, from what I heard, I think their bone was sticking out of flesh. Yeah, you, yeah, you can see the, the bone. 
yeah, you could see the bone like trying to go through the sock or his his uh, um, uh, compression sleeve. It, it, like it was it was nasty. But here's here's the bigger the bigger problem with that. And and I think I brought this up a few weeks ago. I don't think Dak is quite at that point where he deserves Pat Mahomes level money. I don't think he's quite there yet. But a deal needed to get done in the offseason for him, whatever though, for security. Because this this is what happened. The Cowboys bet against Dak, and they won. Stephen A. and a few other people brought that up because that is the underlying issue. You may see that franchise tag start to evaporate because it's like you guys are you like, hey, cool. I you know I'll have that dough for this year, but again, I, I want that security for when I come back because there something tells me that like I, I after this I do think Jerry is going to give him a substantial deal to get him secured. I don't think it's still going to be mega money. They, he still may go to the tag again, which I think at this point it's going to be like thirty seven million. I, I mean, again. I'll snap my leg for thirty-seven million dollars. I mean, let's let's be honest. But it just Jerry is is so so damn stubborn. We we see through his BS, and, and, and it's just frustrating. It's like you mean to tell me that there there could have been no no meeting of the minds for him to you know get again a a, a three year deal, or whatever, at a good chunk of change. Here's the but, issue too, Adam. Like, you paid everybody else. You, you paid, paid everybody. Like, you paid Zeke. You paid Jalen Smith. You paid Demarcus Lawrence. And look what your defense has done for you. Like, and you're trying to tell me you can't pay the guy who's given you stability over the past three years, four years? Like, what? Yeah, and he has proven he has proven himself. And I, I think everybody can agree on that. Is like, it's not like, well. He's, he's, yeah, kind of starting to turn the car. No, like, like he, like what in 16, they went what 13 and three under him. So yeah. I, I'm, I mean, I mean, come on, but I could just, I could just hear, I could hear, you know, Jerry now going, I, I, I believe that, uh, uh, we will, uh, make Doc, uh, the new, uh, Steve Austin in the, uh, $6 million man. Uh, we, we will, uh, get him back as a, uh, a cyborg. He is going to have the, uh, bone structure of a Terminator, uh, come next year because I'm the reason why this, uh, league exists. I think too, you know, and I think, I think another thing too with that is like, I think that I, and I, and I don't know, I don't think the injury, the injury is not as bad as Alex Smith's injury. It looked bad, but it's not, I don't think it's nearly as bad as that injury. But one of the cool things that Washington did, uh, even though they're, uh, poorest uh, organization they did pay alex smith they extended alex smith while he was hurt not knowing if he was going to come back which i think was like bold of them um because i mean they didn't really have to do that but they did knowing everything that he went through so i hope in some way that gets some sort of uh insurance policy for you know, this entire, you know, this entire thing. Cause I think he has brought stability to the Dallas Cowboys. And like they've seen it in a while. I mean, Romo brought stability, but I think Dak brought a winning culture too that, that I think they quickly forget about uh, because they were either first or second in the NFC East every year under Dak. 
So, I mean, what more can you really expect? Well, and two things, you know, extending off of that. I mean, one, how great was it to see Alex, you know, jump onto the field and they show the the family in the stands? I mean, I thought that was really cool. And there is some there is some light with the the DAC injury. I I could you I know Jason Garrett loved him. And that's why it was cool to see him come out next to McCarthy, and he and he kind of gave him a pat on the back, whatever. Though, and nobody. It, that's why even Stephen A. Smith, as much as he piles on the Cowboys, and again, it's a gimmick, you know, you know, blah blah blah. But it was you. You never want to see that from a player, or whatever. Though, and again, that was the if you want to put twenty twenty with in a, a photo, nutshell, in a nutshell. Yeah. In a nutshell, in that photo is just that that image of Dak with him crying, him sobbing, sobbing. But the little bit of hope, whatever that when he as he's going off the field, he's raising the fist, whatever. I'm like, so he'll he'll be back. He'll be back. Now I I I don't know how they will go because I we don't know what what next year is going to look like if we're still in a pandemic or this that and the other. But I mean. Things will things will get interesting. Come, I would say, whenever whenever you have to make a decision on, on the player's ta- uh, uh, price tag, if you're going to franchise them, I think that comes February. So you know, come that time in March uh, is something to keep an eye on. Right. Um. Real real quick, uh, I know uh, I want to talk about Le'Veon Bell getting released. I don't I don't have a team off the top of my head that. Uh, that he could go to, but I think he could help some teams. Uh, I, for some reason, Chicago comes up to me uh, as a team because I. You got to remember they lost Tariq Cohen, who you know is supposed to be kind of that speed by speed type of deal with. Uh, well, it was supposed to be him and Mitch, but now even with Nick Foles, that helps. I think David Montgomery's good, uh, but I do think they need a little bit more of a versatile back to help him out since Tariq Cohen is out for the year. So maybe that could be a, a spot for Le'Veon Bell to, to end up. Um, I don't think he'll end back end up back in Pittsburgh. I think they really like James Conner uh, a, a lot. Um, that's all I can think of as of right now. Um, Maybe Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I was going to think about Jacksonville too. I don't. And now I don't see him signing with Jacksonville. I think he wants to probably go to a contender after after being on a non contender for a year and a half. I think he wants to be on a contender now. He goes um, to Kansas City. No, Kansas. we don't I, I want we don't ready. want him in KC. Here, here's one, you know, it, just out of the blue, especially because this could have been, this could have been a vital point of the game last night. The Chargers, mm. right? Yeah, because because that didn't. Uh, what is it? I didn't they just lose a running back? They lost Eckler, didn't they? Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Yeah, I, they I, did I wanted, lose Eckler. I yeah, I, I don't know why. Like I, I had that name in mind, but I'm like. He plays running back, right? <laughs> like I, I'm usually you know okay, well versed in, in a lot of the team's players, but I hadn't thought about that. But that would, and for one, that would take a lot of, uh, not to say he, but a, a lot of pressure off of Herbert. Because, and like, let, let me just say, Herbert is for real. Yeah, I, is. I have, I been, agree. I have been very wrong on him because I thought picking him that high, I thought was a little bit of a stretch. But yeah, for. For some reason, I, I I think that would be and going to a place warm on you know on the West Coast, 
I mean, I think I think that could be a pick, but it's a matter of because this is the other thing to consider. Anthony Lynn is not going to put up with this BS. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think another another one too. Maybe the Broncos. The Broncos peek out to me having a young quarterback needing maybe a veteran running back. Uh, but one that really sticks out to me um, and kind of pairing him with David Johnson is the Houston Texans, just because. You know, they feel like they need uh, an, an option in the backfield. I like David Johnson a lot, um, but I don't know if he's given them that spark that they wanted uh, out of him when they traded him for, uh, you know, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, and Or maybe the Giants, too. He Now, he's not like the lineup in, you know, in eye form type of a back or anything like that. But, I mean, I think it'll give the Giants a little bit of a spark that they need, too, even though I think Devontae Freeman looked pretty good. Uh, last week, I was really impressed by him the way he looked early in that game. Uh, so maybe it would be good, especially with Devontae Freeman getting older, uh, to have a Le'Veon Bell there to kind of spell him out too. I think that would be good. But I think the Texans might be the best option uh, right now. Well, and also, I mean, and Le'Veon's also a threat in the passing game, which you know David can be the bell cow, but you know Le'Veon gives another threat, and that might open things up for. Um, I'm trying to think again, like a uh, uh, Fuller. Um, they, they have Robert Woods, don't they? Um, I feel like talking, they, I feel like they got some, but the, the, they got, the Texans. Uh, they got Cooks, Cooks. They got Brandon Cooks. Cooks. That's that's right. Whatever. So they do. They do have some guys, but but like they're the 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 threat, the threat of of the passing game has. Does nosedive since you know uh, Hopkins has left. So and that that could be that could be. I I would I would narrow it down to maybe those three, like like charge Chargers, Bears, Texans. And then again, if you, you put that whatever order you, order you want, whatever though, because that's the other thing too. He's going to make the executive decision and say like to his agent, you have to you have to give me to someone that's that has a spark. Now I know the Chargers are are only got one win, whatever. Though, but they are they are at the cusp of having one or two more wins. Yeah, they've been playing pretty. Again, you know, they've been having really close games. Like a lot of their games been like seven points or less. You know, it's like been crazy. Like them going to overtime last night with the Saints. Like he was hanging in there with Drew Brees of all. You know, and he, he was he was hanging with Tom Brady. He yeah. was hanging with Patrick Mahomes like the first week, you know. He almost beat he almost beat us the first. I'm not the first. Was it the first week? No, second uh, week. It was the first week he started. Yeah, the first no, week he, he started. Start, yeah, the first week he came in. I mean, yeah, yeah, Lung yeah. Gate. Yeah, Lungate. <laughs> Lungate. <laughs> We're gonna get into uh, the week six predictions real quick. I do want to talk about the Ravens Bengals game real quick. Um, I I, I feel like uh. It was weird as much as it, as it was a blowout and I felt like it was over in like the third quarter when we finally got like it, it was 20 to 0 and I felt like it was over. But when it got to 27-0 I knew it was over. So like it was weird like like even though I didn't feel like we played sharp, Lamar looked a little off. Um I know he had a death in the family and I know I'm not in the family but his best friend which practically family for him uh and that I think was playing in his head a little bit too. Uh, of course he had the knee uh, issue throughout the week that he missed two practices with too. Um, so yeah, he was a little off, but I mean, I, like I said, with, with, with the personal things, I'll give him a little bit of a pass. Cause not every athlete can just come, go out there when somebody dies and just, 
light the world on fire like that, you know, that definitely uh, has a mental edge on you. Um, but I mean, in terms of the game, the defense played amazingly. They got after Joe Burrow a lot. They forced him into some bad throws. I don't know why. Did they have eight sacks? Yeah, Adam said they had eight eight, uh, eight sacks, which was – and I think a lot of them were by DBs, if I'm not mistaken, too, because uh, they were – Humphrey, Humphrey owned him that day. Yeah. yeah Coming and, around and, the edge. He's, I, I mean, he just – he's definitely uh, – Earned his money, I think. <laughs> if 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 you didn't believe it before, with the amount of strips he's had uh, and interceptions he's had, like he's definitely. And then Marcus Peters got one too. You know, he's definitely uh, earned, earned his money. Um, and I I know Adam was mentioning to me in the uh, in the chat that that day when the game was going on, that Lamar should have like four picks. Uh, and I was watching it too, and I'm like, I, I you know I don't know what's going on with with, with Lamar today because Lamar is an interesting quarterback, right? Like if you watch him throw the ball, if you really watch him throw the ball, he, he almost has like this perfectionist syndrome, right? He really tries to put the ball where nobody else can get it, but his receiver every time. Like I've watched, I've watched some of his best throws and he'll throw the football where like nobody's going to get it. Or like even the throw to Hollywood was like right in the bucket. I don't know if y'all saw that, that, uh, that play where it should have been a touchdown, but Hollywood dropped it. He threw the ball right to Hollywood low nobody was going to get it but hollywood and i think the defender may have gotten a hand in or something like that but there was no other place he could have put that football and that's the weird part about lamar is like he really is like a perfectionist when he does throw the ball and maybe that's sometimes why he does get in his head because he really you know he he wants to put the ball on the outside shoulder when it's supposed to go on the outside shoulder he wants to put the ball high when it's supposed to be high so yeah go ahead casey I was just going to add to the the whole, you know, I I know I had heard also that he had a death, uh, his best friend or whatever. And and that kind of because I didn't get to watch the game. So I didn't I didn't see how he played, if he played well or not. That's another thing that I was just thinking of that can kind of dictate either way how you play. Because we've seen it in the past as well. I think, I believe, I want to say it was. Yeah, he had a Monday Night Brett Football Barth? game or something. <laughs> exactly. His dad died, and he went out there and had one of the best games, you know, he could have. So it's like, you know, sometimes that, that pushes you because, you know, you want to play for your dad, for your best friend, for whoever. Um, again, I didn't get to watch the game, but you know, that's, you got to kind of take that into consideration too. how, you know, mentally, how they, how they take yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. We were, uh, you know, um, not Adam didn't mention that to me. I saw that somewhere. Uh, but Adam was talking in the chat about some different things with Lamar that were kind of seemed a little bit off and, and, you know, even with like taking off to run, that was another thing that it felt like he wasn't taking off to run. Like the like the, the coaches were like, hey, like, don't run. Stay in the pocket. You hear what they're talking about. You know, you hear what they're saying, right? You can't you can't win a Super Bowl with your legs. You can't do it. Like, and I do have a question for Adam. Go ahead, Adam. I know you got a point. But well, I have a question for you because uh, you weren't here last week when I asked this question. Yeah, right. Well, it just there were, there were so many times where when he did finally make the decision – 
to take off and run, whatever the 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 middle was already collapsed, or he would kind of think about it, and then he would backpedal back into the pocket, and that's where a couple of those coverage sacks, uh, you know, came in. I'm just like, man, normally if he if he sees it, and and I, and I mean this, in a he's he's not run first, like it wasn't like RG three where he three step three step drop. His first read's not there. I'm taking off and running. It's like no, like Lamar is, is you know very you know meticulous into going going through his reads and then taking off. But there was a lot of times where, and I mean, a lane would would be wide open for him to get eight nine yards, and and he just and he wasn't quite pulling the trigger. With you mentioning that now, that kind of that kind of makes me re- rethink his performance a little bit. In terms of you want to say, you know, giving a pass and whatnot, because, again, it's horrible for anybody to go through that. I didn't know about that. I knew about the groin injury and that he had missed a couple of days this, uh, this past week. But I, I, I didn't I didn't hear about the death or whatever. So maybe that was kind of waiting. But I just saw that. It, like one thing I, I do. And I think I've mentioned this to you before is that, you know, Lamar going outside to the numbers that I would say that is his may, maybe weak spot uh, in terms of his passing game Th- down the middle. He's he's spectacular. But like going outside the numbers, he missed Andrews on a couple of just easy picks. Or like you said, he airmailed when he didn't need to throw it high there, you know. The, the 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 corners and the safeties were you know five six yards away. All I had to do was just you know hit them square in the numbers, and it's an easy pitch and catch. But I, I don't know. There was just you know certain elements. And I'm like, man, I know they're they're blowing out uh, blowing out the Bengals, whatever. Though, but man, Lamar is sloppy. Something yeah. something ain't right there. Which is weird because he went off against the Bengals last year. So it's like twice. So <laughs> so it's like. You know, what's going on, Lamar? But I, I I feel like he'll be back next week. Real quick, um, before we get into the uh, week six picks segment, um, Adam, I had a question for you. I asked everybody else. We got a uh, uh, no from Casey on this one and a yes from Justin on this one. So I guess you're the tiebreaker if we don't count my vote. Uh, so, Adam, because, of course, you watch the Ravens a good bit being a Browns fan, uh, you know, just watching them and film and whatnot. But. Do you feel like if the Ravens play their game, anybody can beat them? Because like, and I, and what I mean by play their game is run the football thirty plus times. When they, I've I noticed a correlation when they do not run the ball thirty plus times, they tend to lose. Which I mean, that's like what six losses that they've had. But out of the six loss, I, I'm trying to think. Out of the six losses that they had, two of the losses they ran the football more more than thirty times. The rest of those games. Titans were one of them where they gave the backs like eight carries. Um, the Chiefs this year was another one where they didn't run the ball 30 times. Uh, one of the outliers was the Chiefs in Lamar's rookie year, but it's completely different offense. Um, so, like, do you feel like the Ravens can be beat if they actually play their game? Most of the games they've lost, Chargers is another one where they decided they wanted to throw the ball 60 times instead of just sticking to the game that got you there in the first place. That's God. That's so tough because if if they actually play to their strength, which I I would say is is run first, just because again when you have a three headed monster like that, to not and I, and I guess and I don't know if that is 
the decision-making from Lamar or if that's coaching. Because if they, if you get any type of substantial lead, 10 points, say, they, they, they put more, more on Lamar to pass the ball, which I, I do think that's, I, I do think that is a, a downgrade in that instance. I mean, you mentioned the Titans. Game. What do you drop back for? 60 times? It, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was yeah. like Joe Burrow numbers. Yeah, it was like, something like 60 times. Even in this game, it was weird. They had him throw the ball 37 times, which is interesting. That's, yeah, and that's insane. And yes, Geno Atkins is, is a stud. Dunlap is, and again, I know he's older, but he's still a very solid. They do have a solid front, but like to me, that offensive line should have should have eaten them alive. And, and and Ingram popped off some runs. Dobbins popped off some runs. But really, to me, the the guy that is the the that that steers the ship is Gus. Exactly. In in, in my opinion, but you know. To, to answer your question, but if if they play that that style, where I mean, again you're you're utilizing Gus, you're utilizing Ingram, whatever though, get Dobbins in the pack, whatever. Like to me, they can't be. They they cannot they cannot be beat, and, and not to mention they're also. I can't say opportunistic because again they they could start off at the half yard line and march down the field with with ease whatever though but again but in in the the complement to their defense with you know Queen and uh, Peters Humphreys playing out of his mind whatever the they give them they they take the pressure off of having to have Lamar sling it you know left and right whatever though he doesn't, he doesn't need to he'll have he'll have his traditional RPO runs or just straight up design runs, but you, you have, you have one of the, the better running back rooms in the NFL. And when, like, when that is your point of, of attack behind Gus and behind uh, Ingram in particular, to me, they cannot be beat. And that's, I, I was just curious. I, I was uh, curious about that. Cause I just wanted to hear everybody's input on that because I just I like like I told Justin and Casey last week. I felt like I was obsessed with the Chiefs' loss because everybody just was like, "Up oh, the Ravens suck, throw them out, blah blah." But I'm like, every time we lose, it's the same formula every single time. They don't run the ball like they need to. They get away from the run, and it's not even about it being down. Like they got down against the Chiefs in the first quarter, and they can, and when they I think when they came back, there was a point where they threw the football three straight times and got a three and out. Like why? Like like you have time. You're literally down by three points at this point. Why are you not doing what you know, setting up that short third down, setting up that short second down? I don't get it. Yeah, and you had mentioned they, they had an amazing run. By the way, I don't know if, if if you saw it last week. That run was yes. ridiculous. He got one run, thirty four yards, didn't run the football again. That's coaching. <laughs> yeah, and, and it doesn't make sense. But and as you said too, whatever the in the time that they start. Going into zipping it, you know, trying to get him to zip the ball around. It's like, like, why are we hitting? I'm not saying you don't have the urgency, whatever, though, but like, just have the patience, have, have mm-hmm. that, you know, the, have the patience to still, because you like, it's the same thing that I would say, like, with, with Cleveland is I kept saying that Sunday. I understand, I understand that the running game is not what it was the week before, whatever, but you have to continue to grind that down because. 
I, I and I love this analogy. It's like slowly sledge chiseling or hitting a sledgehammer to a wall. Eventually, it's going to bust. You're wearing down. You're wearing down that defensive line, and you're you're also gassing them and not getting a pass rush. Yeah. So even if it's just something underneath, whatever though, you can, as you said before, couple couple yard runs. You know, again, boom. Now it's third and five or third and four. You don't have to always stretch the field, which is to me what happened with the Chiefs on Sunday. It's like they were trying to just. 10-yard drop back and just have him sling it to Tyree Kill, whatever. They're like, like, why are we going for the video game plays? And you, I don't know if anybody else saw it too, when they got, a, they got a score late and they went for two, and I could see the demeanor on Mahomes' face. It's like, okay, I think he's realizing that, like, we, we need to get down to business here. And mm-hmm. I mean, the defense was just getting smacked in the secondary all day. And yeah. Noah is aggressive, which I do like that he is aggressive up front with with uh, with Chris Jones and et cetera. But they even with Matthew back there, I'm just stunned of like how much space there is between Honey Badger and um, the guy on the other field of guys are just running free, running free and wide open. But, you know, but anyway, but yes, to go with you said, you know, if, if they play their game, no one can beat them. All right, we're going to get to the uh, week six uh, predictions. I know we're on the Ravens now, but let's just uh, let's get somebody, some, some other people talking because I don't I don't want it to feel like it's just me, okay? I don't want it to feel like it's just me. Uh, so we're going to – where is the Chiefs game? Okay, we're going to go to the it's Chiefs game. It's going to be on Monday night. Monday at 5. Um, we're just going to skip all the way to the Chiefs game, which is Monday at 5. Because it was supposed to be the Thursday night game, but okay, since but they with COVID, because the Titans had to play um tonight uh-huh. on, on Tuesday, and they were supposed to – no, not the Titans, sorry, the Bills, so they didn't want them, you know, that close. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Justin, should we start with you? Should we let you be last? Let me be last. You know, it, it's last. a tradition. Uh, Let's go Casey first. The Chiefs and the Bills. Casey, starting out, is it going to be the Bills or the Chiefs? Casey, who's going to win? It's on you. It's going to be a simple, easy answer. It's going to be the Buffalo Williams. Get get it, Bill Williams. Y'all get, y'all get it? Get him out of here. Uh, Adam. Oh, <laughs> no. Get him out of here. Somebody kick him. Somebody kick him. <laughs> I can't. Here, to me, this would have been your perfect segue to go to, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Earl Hefner in the, in this particular game. And you went to the whip. Ah. Anyway. Um, I, to me, the, at this rate in the AFC, the bills, I would say are the biggest threat to the chiefs down the line. Um, but see, this one's rough because is is that, is that with consideration, uh, from what they did with the Titans tonight? Touche. (laughs) 
<laughs> because to me that was that was set up. To me, that was set up for the Bills just to annihilate them. And that's why I said offhand, I'm like, apparently COVID makes you a Super Saiyan. And, and Brable said, <laughs> you you played last week. We haven't played in three. Who da ha? We're just going <laughs> to curb stomp you. Um, but anyway, but you know, given given how the Chiefs played last last week, or this past week, I, I – I think they, they will bounce back. I, I don't think this is going to be the scoring fest that it's going to be. I, I, I do believe that this is going to be closer than a lot of people think, but I, I am going to go with the Chiefs on this one. All right. And I I want to go with the Bills, but, like, I don't know, because the Titans are one of those teams, too. Like, the Titans and the Ravens are so similar. The Titans just wear you down to the point of where you just – need to submit and you cannot play anymore. Uh, they have that similar scheme too. Uh, hmm. Chiefs and the Bills. I think the Bills are really good. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to go with the Bills. Uh, I do think the Chiefs are really good, but I, I'm going to go with the Bills simply because I think the Bills got to try to bounce back here. Uh, and if they're not careful, the uh, Patriots, they're going to be sneaking up on them and they're going to catch them. Or it might be the Dolphins, the way they the look. Dolphins, I mean, the, the, the Dolphins yeah. are there. <laughs> I mean, goodness. Good Lord of that 49ers game. And oh, that's Lord. the 49ers with Jimmy. I, you know, I was watching yeah. that, not watching that game, but I was keeping up with the score, and I was like, yeah, Jimmy G's not in the game. That's what that is. Jimmy G, I read, Jimmy G has been benched. What the world is going on? What is happening? Like, I was like, okay. All right, Miami. I was, I was happy that they were playing C.J. Beathard, you know, Iowa quarterback, you know, the yeah, Hawkeyes. That, that is true. Justin, it's 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 on you. Go ahead and uh, pick outside of your division, within your Back division. Back around, within pick my division. Your division, uh, betwinst your division. Oh. Betwinst? Betwi- is that what? Is that, yeah, is that a new, we got to make that, up stuff for, for the Justin. Wait, 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 is, wait is, that a, is that a new superlative, betwinst? Betwinst. Between like my that. division, I, I like that. Between my division, um, no, I, we're gonna bounce back this week. I mean, we need to. I mean, that would suck to lose two in a row. And like both teams, I mean, you know, we're both good teams here. I think this is gonna be a really close game, but my Chiefs are gonna win here. They're gonna they're gonna come back here. I th- but I think it's gonna be a, a really close scoring game, though. I think this game is in KC, maybe. I can't, I can't remember if this is a home game. It's in Buffalo. Ooh. Um, yeah, my Chiefs are gonna win here though. We're gonna we're gonna come back here. All right, let's see. What about the uh let's see where the Colts are. The Colts and the Bengals. Interesting game. Um I think I gotta go with the Colts just because I think the Bengals are good, like in a way, like they're a good young team. But I think they're just too young for their own good right now. So I'm, I'm going to go with the, the Colts because I think uh, Philip Rivers is going to show that veteran savvy. He's going to come out with the bolo tie. He's going to come out with the bolo tie this week. And that's going to be the key to victory is the bolo tie, Casey. The bolo tie. I got mine on Amazon order for Christmas. I'm going I'm to gift it to myself. I'm going to gift it to myself, okay? Just for you, Casey. Just for you. I'm going to get the bolo tie for Flip. The bolo tie. Anyway, you know, mm-hmm. Arizona got the grass. 
Now, Indy got the bolo tie. See, there you go. Boom, boom, boom. There you go. There you go. We're going to kick it to Adam. So, yes, like for me, this is this is going to be this is going to be easy because I think it's at Indy, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, like, I, I'm definitely going to go go with the Colts on this one. The, especially the defense is going to be is going to play mad this game. So, I, and the Bengals O line is treacherous as it is already. You are going to see a a monster game from DeForest Buckner. Uh, and this this could be the <clears throat> this could be the week where you know as many hits as Burrow has taken this this could be the this could by be the nail in the coffin for Ryan Finley to come in because Joe that he he can't he doesn't have a prayer in the world with the again especially this past week whatever every every time he would get he would fully get back to on his on his uh drop back whatever though there were four ravens in the backfield and it, it just and the other thing too that that burrow needs to learn is learn how to slide because i understand like you're trying to gain that one or two extra yards but you don't need to doze nosedive into the turf every single time but since he i mean, was, I mean he tries murder, to do a little ryan fitzpatrick there <laughs> my, <clears throat> minus the beard Minus but, um, the beard. Yeah. I mean, and and, and it's, again, it sucks because I like Joe a lot. You know, you know, it was a great story. He's, he, again, he'll always be a, you know, de facto Buckeye, you know, in, in some instances. But, you know, he's he's full-fledged, you know, an LSU Tiger. But anyway, but yeah, it, this this will be this will be the Colts, and I'm going Colts big. All right. Justin, do you echo that sentiment? Yeah, g- give me the Colts here. I mean, this is going to be one of the easiest games of the week to pick here. Give me Colts. All right. Nobody's believing in the Bengals. All right. Casey. Didn't we used to have a Bengals fan? In the- <laughs> we, Mark. Where were you at, Lamar? We still, we still do, but uh, ever since the Bengals kind of fell off, he kind of fell off. He kind of fell off also. <laughs> Wait. Wait, when were they on? They always, they always, they always choke in the playoffs. They can't even win playoff games either. <laughs> Back when they did the playoffs. Um. Yeah, no. This, this going. We, we needed an easy game, and the NFL was like, "Here you go. You can the have the bungles, the Pringles." So. The Pringles. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you? How do you get the Pringles? No, Bingo that's genius. Right. right. I mean, Burrow, once you get pop, it just don't stop. <laughs> and they're, and they're orange also. Their uniforms are orange and Pringles are orange. This is the same market. guy who, who went the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Pr- Pringle is better than, you know, the Ram thing. If you say so. Um, <laughs> moving forward to a game I'd like to call a lose-lose. The Browns versus the Steelers. I mean, who do I cheer for? Like, you guys are both playing well, so that's just great. This is where uh, you pick the referees. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I've got to pick the tie this time. Um, let's see. 
this is going to be a good one because, I, I mean, this is going to really show who the Browns are, I think. Because I, it's not that I think the Steelers are this great all-world team or anything, but I think it's just like – I think the Steelers' defense at least is good. At least is very good. So it's going to really show how good the Browns are offensively. Um, and I want to see if they can stop Big Ben and, and Claypool – uh, and Juju, and, and you gotta add some new person. They all, I swear the Steelers always got a new person to add to the fold. Goodness. A new receiver. So, uh, Juju's gone after this year. You know that, right? If Claypool goes off, Juju's gone after this year. It's gonna happen. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Browns. I, I, I think the Browns benefit me more to win this game than the Steelers do. I mean, I mean, can you ever really cheer for the Steelers? No, uh, <laughs> ever. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna go with the Browns. Let's go back to uh, Casey. Uh, you know, even though they 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 beat us last week, I still feel like you know they they might have deflated the balls or something like that. There was there was something he, going on. He likes this. Um, um, I, I do like the scheme of things of the Browns uh, that have the orange helmets. Um, so we're going with the Browns. And yes, Browns fans, I know why they're called the Browns. But still, I'm going to point it out every time. Every time. <laughs> Justin. Hmm, this is actually a hard game here. I mean, that's what folks. she said. <laughs> Thank you, Michael Scott. Get your head out okay. Um, yeah, this could be a really good game right here. I mean, both teams seem really for real. I mean, you got a really good defense in the Steelers. Mm, I don't. Mm, hmm. You know, give me the Steelers this week. I, I need a. I need to see. Yeah, yeah. Give give me the Steelers here. I'm sorry, Adam. I'm sorry to break your heart, but I'm going with the Steelers here. All right. And they no, no offense taken, because, I mean, as I've stated before, again, the last time the Browns beat the Steelers at Pittsburgh was 2003. It's about to be 2020. <laughs> again. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if, they, uh, if the Browns do one, because they've been looking great. I mean, but this... Week six is a really good week for football. I mean, we got a lot of great games on this week, and this is one of them right here. I think this is going to be a really tight game. This game could go either way, like to last possession or something. And it, it's going to be good to watch. I'm I'm going to really enjoy this. But you you can go get at them. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But and 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 the thing is, this is this is the first time since maybe '02 that the quote unquote rivalry. And at a Brown Steelers game, actually is going to mean something, because again, th- this is for th- right now. Yes, this is for the division. Last week against the Colts, this is that was a, ga- a game of significance because it was these are two teams that could knock on wood. This could come down for that seventh seed in the uh, in the playoffs. Now again, Colts the Colts could still get on a run and still win the division. You know that because to me it's it's still wide open. And I again I know the Titans look good tonight, but who knows what next week will bring if they have to shut down their facility again. But you know anyway, but you know this game, they 
it's going to be, again, another thing of strength on strength. But this is going to be as well as the Browns' offensive line has played. And it, it and it's going to it's going to be devastating if Wyatt Teller cannot play this game. He he left the game Sunday with a strained calf, and he's listed as week to week. Um, and Baker got banged up in the game. Like I said, that hit from Houston. So I know he's not 100%. But as he said afterwards, Mama didn't raise no wuss. So you know he's going to be – if you, didn't want that, if you didn't want that fine. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. But, um, but this is going to be their, their biggest test, you know, to date. And this is, you know, and this is the biggest game of the year so far. The, the, the main, the, the, the absolute paramount thing they have to do is that the D line, as well as their plan, they have, they have to disrupt and they have to get into big Ben's head. I'm a little concerned with all the injuries that they had this week. Again, aside from that, you know, in, you know, Baker not having Chubb, Kareem is not 100%. I mean, like he's got to get out, whatever, but his groin uh, injury is not is not subsiding any. So, but you still have, again, you got him, Dearness Johnson, and Dontrell Hilliard. So they at least have that revolving door. Um, this has got to be this has got to be a big game for the tight ends, particularly particularly Hooper, because like they're going to have all that attention to Jarvis and Odell. So this really needs to open things up uh, uh, in the in, a, in the middle of the field, whatever. The, and, and he does. And that's the thing. Baker doesn't have to sling it all the way down the road. I hope it happens, of course. But again, just play play smart, play clean. Because despite not having any fans there, whatever, though, again, there is something about Heinz Field that has tortured the Browns since they've been back in the league. Because it's but, so annoying. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing we're not going to see. We're not going to see the little yellow toilet paper things, you know, being waved around. Um, <laughs> yeah, but again, and obviously the, the, the perception of the game, Nance and Romo, is 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 on the call so you know that that's going to be a lot of fun but it's at four no it's it's on at one i'm pretty sure it is mm-hmm. okay wow yeah yeah and that's because and, and i was gonna say usually the they do the quote-unquote game of the weeks from the earlier schedules not the sunday night game but yeah i was stunned by that but of what's at stake here the this is you know this is major um but anyway, and again, this this is going to be more of my fandom, and I, but because I, I'm trying to will it into existence, whatever. I'm going to pick the Browns. If by some reason, if by some reason, Ben gets hurt from a hit for Miles, you're not going to see any fly swatting uh, in, in this juncture, unless it's Mason Rudolph, you know. Again, and I, I can go on a tirade on that, and you know. Casey and, and uh, DJ, you know, like I'll give you my perception on that night, you know, another time, of course, whatever that, because I want to see what your guys' thoughts were that night. But anyway, oh, but yeah. 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 But Browns, mm-hmm. Browns in a close one. And this is going to be an even bigger dog, you know, dog fight than it was last week. So, yeah, Browns all the way. All righty. Moving into the Ravens Eagles game. Um, which I think will be a pretty interesting one as well with the Eagles and whatever Eagles team shows up, you never really know. But let's start with our resident Eagles fan. Yeah, the, resident, the resident Eagles fan. <laughs> Sometimes. 
The game, the man from Philadelphia. <laughs> the man from from Pennsylvania. <laughs> that hates Pennsylvania. You know, you know, you <laughs> Philly when you live in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you call the Bills William. You can't be shocked by this. I'm, I'm shocked that you called me an Eagles fan. It hurt, didn't it? What? <laughs> it, it hurt, didn't it? <laughs> Bro, I haven't been... And this is this is gonna show some age here. Um, I haven't been an Eagles fan since Randall Cunningham. Get out! Man, of you're here. old. You're a, you're an old man. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Randall Cunningham, Reggie White. Oh man, those were the those were the days. And then we got McNabb, and he kept getting hurt. Anyway, um. What was this? Oh, the Ravens. Y- yeah, no, the Ravens. <laughs> I've, 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 I've seen how the Eagles have played, been playing this season. It's gonna, it's the Ravens. <laughs> All right, Justin. Yeah, let's make this two in a row. Let's make, let's make it the Ravens here. I mean, the Eagles have no choice. I mean, I mean, it depends on what Eagles team we get. You know, like, do we get that team that just wants to tie? You know, do we get that team that just wants to lose, give up, or do we actually get get the team that actually wants to play and actually win? Which they're not going to beat the Ravens. They have no chance in hell. As a bit of man would say. <laughs> I got I got a buddy in on on the on the pick here. Um, yeah, let's let, let's make it a trifecta. Now, part of me, I really want to believe that like the the Eagles are actually going to have a little bit of a give a damn this game because of how they played last week. But is this at Philly or is this at Baltimore? I think it's at Philly. Yeah, at Philly. Okay, so I mean, you know, again. Stranger things have happened, but yeah, yeah, I'll I'll go with the Ravens here. I I don't. This is not going to be a like a Bengal blowout, whatever. Though, like, I, I I think it will be it will be a obviously a true convincing win for uh, for Baltimore. And hopefully, we actually look like a clean team for once. Uh, <laughs> for some reason, we're winning the games, but not looking the best in the wins. Uh, hey, a win's a win, though. A, 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 win, a win is a win. I, I mean, I'll take an ugly win over a, a pretty loss, as they say. Wait, um, I hope Jerome Boger refs the game again so Lamar can knock him down. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, I, I was like, what? what is he – like, as a referee, what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to move or are you supposed to stay there and let the guy go around you? Because If you move, you, you better know if you move. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in terms of the Ravens Eagles game, um, I, I think it'll be good. I I do want Gus to be the lead uh, horse for us, the lead back. Uh, I think he's a stud. He's been a stud since Lamar came into the league, and they came into the league together. They just have, I don't know, they just have an interesting chemistry. Even though technically, like how Gus plays has no, <laughs> has not a lot to do with how Lamar with with Lamar's ability to throw the ball or run the ball at all. Uh, sometimes the threat of Lamar's run can help out Gus. But, I mean, 
I, I want them to continue to just wear teams down with the running game and then allow Lamar to pass from there. Because for some reason, Baltimore comes out in all these little empty sets and like all these sets with no running back. And I'm like, you're the best running football team in the league. If you don't give give the threat of run every single play, I freaking swear. So I need them to uh, give the threat of run every single play, even if they're not going to run. Uh, they should be play action real. You know, they should do, use play action a whole, whole lot, I feel like. Um, and I think this should be a convincing win, and I hope it is a convincing win. Uh, and now that the offense uh, is pretty good, I always hope that it's a convincing win. So I'm, I'm going with, with, with the Ravens, of course, on this one. Um, moving into the Broncos and the Patriots game. Um, for me, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the Patriots and I'm going to assume that that Cam is, is back. I think even if Cam isn't back, uh, the Patriots still should win this game. Cause I, I don't think Drew Locke will be back this week. And I think the Broncos are about as good as Drew Locke, uh, will, will take them behind his young arm. So Patriots on this one, Casey. Uh, yeah, I, I gotta go with the Patriots. Um, I just, I just feel like the Broncos are always the team that I don't know if I can trust. Like, and it doesn't even matter who's playing, who's starting. I always just feel like I can't trust them. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with the Patriots. Justin? Yeah, give me the Patriots here. I mean, there's nothing really else to be said. And Adam. Patriots all the way, sir. All righty, and we move on to the Texans and the Titans. Um, This was a tough one. I think the Titans, I mean – and not just using recency bias and because the Titans destroyed the Bills tonight. But I think that is an impressive win for the Titans. But I feel like the Titans are an interesting team. Uh, and I I feel like Baltimore can take a little bit of a uh, note from the Titans because I, it's rare that I see the Titans not come out and show the threat of run because they have one of the best backs in the league, if not the best back in the league. So King Henry. Exactly. Uh, running over Josh Norman with one arm. Uh, I hope everybody got to see that. Because if you didn't, I'll send it in the chat and, you, and we all can ooh and ah at the same time. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm going to go with the with the uh, Titans. I think I just think they're, they're just a really good team. They're, they're sound. Like the Titans are, are the type of team that they're not going to get away from what they do. And that's why there's that's why they're much better than I think anybody's gonna ever give them credit for, including me. So I think the Titans are just they they know what their identity is. Ryan Tannehill knows what he needs to do, and Ryan Tannehill is gonna do what he needs to do. And it's it's interesting because like it kind of shows you how powerful uh how powerful a team can be if your freaking organization actually believes in you. Like if your organization actually puts forth the effort because everybody was like writing Ryan Tannehill off and Tennessee knew exactly what they were getting when they got him. And they were uncertain about Marcus Mariota at that time. So I, I think that's big on them. And I think that's really reinvigorated their entire franchise. So 
I'm going with the Titans. Casey, Titans or Texans? <sighs> so I got to pick outside my division, then around my division, slightly to the left of my division. Don't forget about betwixt. Bet- betwixt <laughs> my division, especially betwixt <laughs> my division. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with with the, the refs, uh, right? I'm I'm gonna go with the Tennessee Ronas. Um, <laughs> pretty much what they are right now. You know what? I I think I think we just need to call it a night that we're not gonna get any better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness! Um, let's go to Adam. <clears throat> yeah, Titan Titans as well. Um, mm. You you just you just said it like they're they know their identity. They they're not going to ask Tannehill to you know do too much. Whatever he's going to have, he's going to have his seventeen throws, and they're all going to be effective. And the other thing too is Tannehill, you know, didn't necessarily springboard his career. Obviously, started with Miami, but. This is and this is you know a little little bit of a uh, of a sidebar. This is showing like how he is now. This is showing that how what a what a joke Adam Gase is in terms of of of, of coaching because he gets away from Gase and now he he you know finds a better home and with better coaching and you know look at him now. I mean it's all predicated Wait, is behind it Adam Gase. And he he's in. New York Jets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. With the, the, the greatest introductory press conference ever. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> taco, the, the swirling taco. But, um, but yeah, and Texans, you know, good for them getting off the schneid last week, but it, it was against Jacksonville. But I mean, at least they're they're not going to have the you know the butt kiss you know for the year, whatever. Though. But yeah, this is going to be this is going to be Titans for me. All right, Justin. <laughs> yeah, the 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 Titans are going to win here. I mean, you know, it is spooky season, so the the boogeyman's are going to win here because I mean, th- this team looks scary. This team looks scary. They are. What'd you call them? What'd you call them, Casey? The Titan Ronas. What'd you call them? They are the Tennessee Ronas. The, ten, the Tennessee Ronas. Sorry. I mean, and that that's pretty scary. With everything that's going on right now. So they're the boogeyman's. <laughs> I mean, especially if they practice at that high school, you know, the Texans are screwed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Washington football team and the New York football Giants. um, I don't know if we can officially call them that anymore since we have a Washington football team now. I feel like it might be copyright issues or something. Um, I will say that the Giants are going to get their first win this week. Maybe. Um, possibly. I mean, neither one of these teams are good. So, uh, To Adam. <laughs> I would I well, mouthful. <laughs> no, no, that's right. I, I can curb it. But um, is, <laughs> is Alex Smith is Alex Smith going to start this game? I think I'm, so. I, I'm not sure, but I can tell you who's not going to start, Dwayne Haskins. It yeah, should be Alex and, Smith. Yeah, and and probably and, and Kyle Allen got concussed, and I haven't heard anything on that, and I don't I don't even know who the next in line is in terms of their practice squad. But yeah, you know, but you know, just 
just for a goof because this is i'm going to i want to implement the earl hefner rule and i want to go for the zebra stripes in this game because this is this, this <laughs> is not this, this should have like the e uh, announcing team whatever that like the browns and colts did this this past sunday that they were so terrible it says Allen is still the starter if healthy so, but uh, yeah. what's interesting is he was clear during that game and they didn't put him back in. And they let Alex Smith get sacked six times. Okay. And but, they also let Aaron Donald jump on Alex Smith's back. What? Yeah. But that's why I'm like, get him out of there. Because, yeah, hey, great uh, story coming back from a broken leg. Donald, and now he's going to be paralyzed. Did you hear Aaron Donald say that his leg was strong on the bench? <laughs> Sir, you are terrible. Uh, the, the indignation, the, the disrespect of Alex Smith. Stephen A. <laughs> but, um, God, yeah, you know, I'll throw him a bone, the G-men. All right. Um, Justin. You know what? Hmm. Can, I, can I flip a coin here? Please? If you want. I mean, there's always room for coin flipping. There is, or there's room for, you know, ties, or there's room for, you know, referees to win here. <laughs> I mean, the referees always win. They never lose. Can't, I mean, you can't go around with that. Hmm. You know what? Give me the Washington football team. The team, the Washington team that plays football. Give me them. Yeah. All right. Uh, Casey, it's on you. I don't, I don't know that referees always win. Um, I don't know if y'all seen the uh, the clip of the uh, I believe it was an NXT referee uh, that got his leg broke. Um, <laughs> but he, but he finished, he finished the match. He did. You um, know, I, I'd love to be a referee to be honest, taking bumps in the ring. Uh, uh, um, no. You say that till you were referee in the ring. <laughs> Dude, it, it's it's funny sometimes. <laughs> They're the most it's, dramatic. It's uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, so <laughs> let me tell you, it's gonna be the Washington mm-hmm. football team. I have spoken. <laughs> All right, I testify. The uh, Dan Quinn. <laughs> he the Mandalorian. God damn it. <laughs> the Dan Quinless Falcons face off against the Vikings. I'm going to go with the Vikings and I'm going to kick it to Adam. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with the Vikings too. They they played they they played Seattle very well. They should have beat Seattle. Uh, let's you know, let's let's be honest. Um, they get and they're they're starting to get their legs underneath them offensively. The defense, you know, stepped up uh, this past Sunday, minus that that two minutes when Seattle scored twenty one points. But um, yeah, Harrison Smith had a good game. Uh, I don't know what anybody's thoughts were. You know, just get, you know, backtrack a little bit. I don't know what anybody's thoughts were on Mike Zimmer not kicking the field goal on that fourth and one and trying to go for it. I thought that was the right call. Us observing, we 
you know, we would probably, you know, most people would say, like, why would you give Russ, why would you give Russ the ball back? And I'm like, it's down at like the four. But I don't know, just like, like to me, you, yeah, you just, you just make a stand there. But yeah, but anyway, but no, I, th- I think the Vikings are, you know, they're not fully, you know, back on track per se. Um, but I, I do think that, you know, they're, they're, you know, Kirk Cousins is starting to get a little bit into a rhythm and, I mean, the Falcons are, the Falcons are just a, a lost cause. And it's just, it sucks. I mean, they've got Gurley, they've got Ridley, they've got Julio. They, they, they picked up uh, Hayden Hurst from, from the Ravens. So you would think they at least would make, and they did for a few weeks, but would make a game, we could have snuck out a game here and there. They, sh- they should have at least two wins. The, you know, the, the, the Dallas game and the Bears game. And then they have this. And then, but a, they made the proper executive decision of getting Quinn out of there. But um, but maybe having him out of there, maybe it gives him a spark, whatever, though. But I still don't think it'll be enough. Whatever. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to go the Vikings. All righty. Let's kick it to Casey. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm going to go with the Vikings. I think, first of all, last week, that that at the end of the game that was that was complete BS. You know they, I don't know. I think I think they were robbed of an opportunity that they could have come back. I really do. Um, but and and I think part of, partially, you know, they should they should take that and and come in angry and play angry because. They they should have been able to come back and have at least have one more play last week and it didn't happen. Um but either way, they're playing the Falcons and uh even if the Falcons have a lead, they're just gonna blow it, so it's fine. <laughs> Justin. Yeah, gimme the Vikings here. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Um, Lions, Jaguars, oh, Jeepers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anybody got a literal coin we can flip for this one? Uh, Hold on. give me a second. I'm gonna come right here. <laughs> I mean, oh my goodness, okay, okay, tails. What are we doing? T- tails for the Jaguars. Heads for the kids is the uh, the Lions. Here we go. Ready? It's gonna be the Lions. We got tails. So it's the Jaguars. I'm not going with the Jaguars. I'm going with the Lions. <laughs> and, and not like convincingly. Like I'm just going with the Lions, and and you know they might win. They might just tie. You know, it might, this might be another one of those tie games. Uh, let's go back to uh, Justin. You know what? Since you know, I landed on tails, I'm going to go with the Jaguars here. They're going to win. I I mean, this is going to be a bad game. Um, Hopefully, this ain't going to be on TV. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, it's going to be on TV, but hopefully it's not in my area because I ain't going to watch this, it. Was this included in the good week you talked about earlier? Or, uh, no, this ain't. This match is. This game is not in the good week. 
<laughs> we got we got some more games that come up. Here. <laughs> uh, Casey. Um, I'm gonna go with the uh, the big cats. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> the big oh. cat, the both cats. <laughs> gonna go with the big cat. Are you going with the big cat rescue and Carol Baskin? Yeah, Carol I'm, going, I'm going with Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> it convinced me that it didn't happen. Yeah, this game does. This game is not happening. This game happened. Can't convince me that this didn't. It, 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 exactly. Can't convince me that this game will happen. Um, like, like this, this is, this is in in running along with the Washington and Giants game of worst game of the week. Oh, God, I want to pick the Man Bear Pigs, but they're not playing. That would be a far better suitable option here. Like, I believe that this is going to belong to the man bear pig. Um, but, like, <laughs> Lions, sure. The, the, the Detroit Carol Baskins. <laughs> Alright. Moving on to the uh, Panthers and the Bears. Since I think the Bears are still frauds, I'm going with the Panthers on this one. Um, let's go back to Casey. Uh, I'm going to go with the Duh Panthers. <laughs> Justin. Um, you know, the Bears, they got lucky last Thursday. They they really did. I, I don't know how they won that game. I mean, Brady, he didn't know it was fourth down. I mean, come on, Brady. How did you not know? Like, I was scrolling through Twitter last week, and I saw they were comparing that to when um, LeBron James and J.R. Smith, how <laughs> um, – Or uh, Marquise Morris for the, this year. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Or like how – J.R. Smith didn't know how much time was on the clock, and Tom Brady didn't know it was fourth down. Oh, man, dude. Man, oh, man. But, no, I'm going to go with the Panthers here because I, I do agree with DJ that this um, this Bears team, they are posers. They aren't, they aren't for real. Like, even though they look for real, they're, they're, they're not. Nah, they're not really. Teflon. Adam. <clears throat> well, if the outside chance that the Bears possibly get Le'Veon Bell this week, I give them a chance. But, um, yo, who the hell is this Mike Davis for the Panthers um, who played out of his mind? He's played out of his mind since uh, Christian McCaffrey went out. And uh, I'm going to be real sad when Christian McCaffrey comes back <laughs> because bye-bye, Mike Davis. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, and, and, and Teddy, Teddy is, 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 is playing well. Matt Rule has, has got those guys. They've, they've had him uh, buying into his, his system. I thought this was going to be maybe not a full-fledged tank, but as 
Mike Florio put this week that they're proving that you can you can rebuild but still live in the house. It's not a full fledged. We're just we're gonna go one in fifteen, two and fourteen. But but anyway, but yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Panthers here. It's not a full fledged whatever the Jets are doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um Jets in the season. So everybody picked that one, right? No, yep. All right, just making sure. Uh, the Jets and the Dolphins. Speaking of the Jets, the Dolphins. Um, the Jets have no chance. The no, the no, don't, don't, no chance. Okay. Uh, Adam. You know, I think just just to rub this in more on the on the Jets, whatever. Though, wouldn't it be great to see? Tua start this game and just carve up the Jets even more, whatever, though. And again, this could be, you know, this could be his preseason game because that's more or less of what this is because the, the Jets are, you know, just absolutely terrible. And I assume Flacco is still going to be playing. And obviously having him in didn't make a difference. So, but, uh, but yeah, Dolphins. All right, Justin. Yeah, give me the Dolphins here. I mean, they're just gonna. I think it this could be bad. This could maybe even be worse than that Forty ers game, in my opinion. Yeah, you know that'd be no, no, that'd be awesome if the Dolphins got Le'Veon Bell, but they no, they wouldn't pick him up because I who's their the running back right oh, now? What's right? Gaskin? Gaskin? He's been playing pretty good. I, I like what Gaskin's been doing. Um. Yeah, but give me the Dolphins here, and they're gonna they're gonna win this division. They're gonna they're gonna come back and win this division. That's a little much, but uh, Casey. No, nah, <laughs> I mean I like the hope. I like what he just said, and what? if you're not and if you're not down with that, I got five words for you. <laughs> the Finns get the wins. <laughs> you forgot a period. Period. That's not a, that's not a word. That's a word. <laughs> I'm just saying you forgot your punctuation at the end of your sentence. Period. Don't, don't, don't come at me with punctuation. <laughs> your side Exc- can't even exclamation point. <laughs> All right. Um, the Packers versus the Buccaneers. Um, it'll probably be America's game of the week, which I haven't heard them actually say that <laughs> this year, which is weird. Uh, I don't know, maybe I've just been missing it, or they stopped that marketing ploy or whatever. You've been missing I, it. I've been missing it. Okay, I mean it's possible. I, 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 just... I mean I've been seeing it like advertised on Fox a lot. America, like when they always say this is America's game of the week. Uh, you know, like I just haven't yeah. for some reason haven't seen it this year, but maybe maybe I've just been overlooking it. Packers the versus Titans, America's COVID of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady versus uh, Aaron Rodgers. I think that the Buccaneers are going to upset the Packers this week uh, and maybe bring them down to earth a little bit. So I'm going to go with the Buccaneers playing at home. Um, Adam. See, I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go with the Packers just because – you know, Aaron Rodgers has been playing with a purpose this year after getting no help in the draft. Um, 
and, and their defense is sneaky good uh, under Mike Pettin. Um, so, and again, I think this will it'll be close. But I'm like I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go with because, and not to mention, I think Aaron's got the hot hand, and I think that he's, I would say, could be maybe next to Russ in front runner for MVP. But uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Go Pack Go. All right, back to Casey. I I I still got to go with Tampa Bay Bay. I just got to go with it. I gotta going with Tampa Tom. Tampa Tom, you got to go with Tampa Tom because Tampa Tom knows how to cheat. I mean, to win games. Okay, he's never ever cheated ever. I don't know why you would say that, but Tampa Tom. Is gonna, and that's how you have to say his name, Tampa Tom. No, you have to get it right. It's also Dementia Tom. <laughs> Sometimes when you've been in the league for so many years, you just you get into to you know. Listen, he's still getting over the fact that they don't cheat to win. Okay, he gets confused. <laughs> Where'd you get the Eastern accent at? We're just. It's- it's 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 all the fans from Boston that now uh, that Boston E from Boston. <laughs> it's now Tampa Tom. <laughs> I can't um, look at him anymore. <laughs> this is gonna be a really good game. Like, see, this is what I'm talking about. Like, this is one of the good games of the week here. Um, this is gonna be a really close game. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Adam here and say that the Packers win. Go Pack Go! Where are you going? We're going Pack to go to Green Bay? Yeah? Oh. Or no, no, we're going to go Tampa Bay Bay. We're going to go Tampa Bay Bay and watch this game. What, which, going, which one are you going with? We're going, no, no, but I'm going with the Go Pack Go <laughs> in Tampa Bay Bay. I'm so confused. <laughs> Go pack go. He don't even he don't even know who he's picking. Casey. The Packers. <laughs> go the Chiefs. The, the, I'm going with the cheese. The, the cheese heads. He's going with uh chicken chicken. Um Rams versus 49ers. I'm going with the Rams because it looks like the 49ers may not be as good as we thought they were. Maybe that thing I said about Nick Bosa. When when it, when and when they made me when the Niners actually played a good game the next week and they made me look bad, maybe I was right about that defense because they did give up forty one points against the Dolphins. The forty two, forty two points. I think yeah. it was forty. I was gonna say it was forty two or forty three. Doesn't no, matter. Forty freaking points for freaking Dolphins. DJ, you froze. 40 back. points to the Dolphins. So with that being said, I'm going with the Rams. Adam. Ram it. Uh, this, in, in this could be oh, a game with um, I'm, going, I'm going with the Rams. Adam. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on here. Man, I'm just um, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm going Rams as well. This is going to be a game that uh, Donald feasts on 
whoever's back there, whether it's Jimmy G, CJ Beathard, whomever. But uh, yeah, test out them legs. He, he got to test out them legs. That's true. Uh, yeah. So uh, Rams. Justin. I mean, I'd like to go to the 49ers, but like DJ said, we aren't as good as we thought they were. So, um, the Ramy Hammies win here. The what? <laughs> I don't know. Justin, I just I got a suggestion. When you think of something new, just don't. Just don't. <laughs> just don't think at all. Just don't let it out. Just let it keep it in your head because that's where it sounds good. It sounds good in your head. When it comes out, no. <laughs> I mean, the Pringle thing is a lot better than Rami Hammy. No, it's not. <laughs> wait, what wait, what did you what did you call the Rams? <laughs> Rammy Hammy. He he used to say the <laughs> he used to say the Rams. Yeah. Oh, I, I, don't, I, don't even, I don't know what's worse, Casey, but I think Pringles are better. <laughs> I don't I'm gonna go with the Rams even oh my god. The hammy rammies. <laughs> the the, <laughs> the Rammy Hammies. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. So, say that... say Rammy Hammies again. I hope the Rammies don't pull a hammy. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, everybody. <laughs> All right. The last game, which is the uh, second month, well, the actual Monday Night Football game. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Everybody has turned their show off already. <laughs> <laughs> After Rammy Hammy, that kind of, that did it. The Cowboys. <laughs> the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, going with the, I'm going with the Cardinals. I have no other words. Zero. Uh, Justin. What game is this? The Cardinals. And the Cowboys. Give me the cards. The cards are going to win here. <laughs> Casey. So, wait. Is uh, is Dak starting? Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. Oh, hold on. Let me... Wow. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> too, too soon. Wow. <laughs> I hey, heard people hopefully say it's just a prank. Hopefully it's just a prank. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the Cardinals. All right. <laughs> Cardinals. <laughs> That's how I feel. That's how I feel. All right. 
for the predictions for this week, uh, week six. We'll be back for week seven. Um, and some other videos coming up this week as well. Uh, we, we might be back for week seven. I don't know. <laughs> we might not make it. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, once again, if you are on uh, anywhere listening to us, make sure you go to the Facebook page and give us a like so you can watch the videos live uh, in case you want to see it faster, quicker, and in a hurry and see the craziness that is Justin and the Hammy Rammies, uh, Casey and the Flippity Dippities, uh, Adam and his antics. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, for me, we'll see you guys on the next video or podcast. However you may be watching slash listening. See you guys next time. Hope you guys enjoyed. Peace.